Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit. Each episode is a collection of random, funny content picked from around the web, like Tales from Tech Support, Entitled Parents, Choosing Beggars, Pro Revenge, and more. Today's episode comes to us from r slash I don't work here lady. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. For our first story, you want to complain to the store manager and get a worker in trouble? I don't think so. Participants. K equals Kevin, me equals me, D1 equals deli worker 1, D2 equals deli worker 2, SM equals store manager. This happened a few years ago, so I don't remember all the details, but here it goes. Now, I have a seasonal, and many times my wife will call me with a mini order to get our favorite grocery store. This day is no exception. On this particular day, I'm getting tonight's meal from the deli, and it's close to the time when the workers there are near the end of their shift. As I walk up, I hear an older gentleman, Kay, is complaining to a deli worker that he can't find what he's looking for. Well, the deli worker explains that he's new and isn't sure where it is and says he'll get someone who can. Kay gives a grunt and the worker goes and talks to an older lady, D2. D2 comes to Kay and asks what he needs. She tells him to follow her and she leads him to the chilling island near the deli. He replies, well it's about time. I don't know how long this may have gone on but I get the impression it isn't very long. So D2 gets a location where Kay's product is put. She looks and then turns towards and apologizes that they're out of stock. At this, Kay stomps and says that she's a terrible employee for not getting him what he wanted. And as all Karens and Kevins do, he threatens to go to the manager and have her fired. Then he storms off. This leaves the poor lady visibly shaken and in tears. While this was happening, I picked up what I needed, but stayed till the matter finished. Due to his agitated state, I was concerned for the employee's safety. After Kay had left, I made sure to talk with the store manager about how another customer who had left his deli worker in tears. He was quickly and clearly concerned and immediately headed off towards the deli. At this, I took my purchase home. Approximately 18 months later, I ran into D2, who was still at the deli. I mentioned how bad I had felt for her and that I had wanted to make sure she didn't get into trouble. She looked at me and said, That was you? I replied, Yes, ma'am. I just didn't want to see you get into any trouble. Well, she thanked me and told me that that particular customer was known for such behavior and that because of my report, the manager had banned Kevin from the store. While I don't like to see someone get into trouble, even if they really deserve it, it felt nice to know that I had done something to help out. Good for you, OP. I'm glad you at least did something to help, you know, cement the fact that the deli worker didn't do anything wrong and that this guy was just totally unreasonable and a total Kevin. Or Kyle, or whoever. You don't always need to get directly involved with the offender to actually make a difference, so that was a good move. And for our second story, Lady, I really don't care if you want to order. Get your hands off me. Hey guys, I'm a long-time reader, and I realize I have a story I bet you guys would love from before the times of COVID. Me is me, K is Karen, and CU is Cool Uncle. So a bit of backstory. This happened about two years back when I was still in high school. 
It was summer break and a few friends, my uncle and I, went out for ice cream at one of our local shops to celebrate me receiving an invite to a very prestigious military school here in the States that I'll just refer to as WP. Since it was summer, there was a pretty long line at this tiny place and they only had outdoor seating. Being that we were a pretty big group, I had my friends go save us a table and I made a list on my phone with my friends and my uncle's orders so only one of us had to wait in the line. As I turned to head into the line, I heard it. You know that noise someone makes when they think they're high and mighty? That condescending clearing of the throat. Now mind you, I'm pretty weirdly built for a female. I'm pretty short, like under 5 foot, but I'm bulky from being a wrestler and doing weightlifting. At the time, I think I just had some standard jean shorts and a random shirt with my school's logo on it. Nothing that would have made me seem like an employee at the shop. Not that the actual workers would have ever come outside to take orders or anything. At first I kind of tried to ignore the lady and keep heading towards the line, but she made her throat clearing noise again. And being me, I decided to see what she wanted. Now, I really didn't want to say anything to some random lady, so I sort of just made eye contact and raised my eyebrow at her. She had that pretty stereotypical Karen look, mid-thirties with that short cut, fake blonde hair, and tacky acrylic nails. When she realized I acknowledged her, she huffed before talking to me. Karen, well it took you long enough. I want to order. Like, I sort of knew this bee was going to be loud and really irritating, but I wanted to keep my cool and just explain the situation. Me. Miss, I don't work here. I'm just grabbing what me and my group want so we don't have to stand in. Karen. I don't care if you want to help your friends first. I watched you write down their order. You work here and now you'll help me as well. Okay, so clearly I was dealing with a crazy lady. Great. Me. Miss, I just told you I don't work here. I'm just doing my group's order. After that, I turned to walk away. Turns out that apparently, like most Karens, sudden movements upset them. As I turned, I felt those fake acrylics press into my wrist. This bee actually decided to grab me. I quickly ripped my arm from under her grip as I turned to face her. The mere fact that she had the audacity to grab me, even if I was an employee, there was no reason to place your hands on someone. Me. Look, lady, even if I worked here, which I don't, you have absolutely no reason to ever lay your effing hands on me. Through this shouting, my uncle grabbed the manager to come help me out. They came out just to see me wrench my wrist from this Karen's grasp. Cool uncle. What the heck are you doing to my niece? He grabbed my arm to check over my wrists. I knew I was bleeding a bit from when she dug her nails in, but I didn't really notice it too much. The manager was trying to ask the Karen about what happened, as Karen rants about how I was rude didn't want to take her order and how I assaulted her. Now, obviously, she didn't have any marks on her, while I was the one with nail marks on my wrist. The manager calmly explained that I didn't work there, nor did the workers come around to take orders. My uncle told the manager while I was okay, the lady needed to go. Needless to say, I got my ice cream and had a pretty nice time after that. I will never in my life understand why people think they have the right to put their hands on someone doesn't matter if you think you're right or wrong or whatever. Unless somebody is directly threatening you or your children or your family, keep your damn hands to yourself. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. 
And for our next story, this is a ranch, not a gas station, but please wait here until the sheriff arrives. To set the scene, the area I grew up in was a sparsely populated cattle ranching country, often with more than a mile between houses and dozens of miles between anything that might even superficially resemble a town. This story takes place well before the era of cell phones. The remoteness of the area meant that if anyone should have car trouble, they would be forced to go to the nearest ranch house for help. Keep in mind, these were ranches that ran cattle, not businesses open to the public. But people were friendly and would invariably go out of their way to help anyone who was reasonable and polite. Unfortunately, not everyone qualifies for that description. Late one night when I was about 15, my family was awoken by the sound of a car horn extremely close to the house. We got up and stumbled outside to see what was happening. We were greeted by the sight of a trashy car right at our back door. Given the layout of the yard, this should have been damn near impossible. An older lady staggered out of the car, drunk as could be, and began to yell at us about our terrible service. My dad tried to calm her down enough for her to explain what she was going on about. It seems that she was driving along, realized that she was running low on fuel, and needed to find a gas station. Miracle of miracles, this gem of humanity saw the lights of our property from the highway and made her way down our long driveway towards us. And, saints be praised, there were tanks of fuel all about the garage and shops. In her drunken stupor, she somehow looked at an assortment of ordinary ranch buildings and thought, Ah, yes, gas station. She went to several of the pumps and tanks, but was flummoxed to discover that they were all either locked or wouldn't turn on, because gas theft is a thing. Enraged, she went in search of the office so she could scream at the manager for this terrible service. But rather than simply stagger around on her own two feet until she found the office, she chose to drive around. Finally, she found the back door of our house, assumed she'd hit the jackpot, and started in on the horn. No matter how many times we told her that we were not a gas station and did not sell gas, she continued to yell and scream incoherently at us that we were. Ever try to reason with a raging drunk? Yeah. My father instructed me to call the sheriff while he stalled for time. Knowing the drill from TV, I took note of the car, make and model, and license plate and relayed that when I called. The dispatcher ran the number and told me my information couldn't possibly be right. I went back out to verify and came back to tell dispatch that I was correct. Hoo boy, it turned out that Our Lady of the Perpetual Inebriation had switched plates on the car and this really fired up dispatch. I got the impression there were links to other offenses. I was right. Dispatch told me they were sending a deputy immediately, and he would be out to our place in about 25 minutes. I discreetly relayed this to my dad, who proceeded to put on a master class in time-wasting. After about 10 minutes, however, the drunk woman was frustrated and wanted to drive out. My dad didn't like the idea of this insensate lunatic doing any more driving around our breakable stuff, so he got behind the wheel and, slow as can be imagined, steered the old heap through the hazards of the yard and back out to the driveway. See, her initial entry into the yard was fraught with peril. Looking at her tire tracks, we saw that she came just inches from hitting the house, twice, and miraculously missed plowing into our wellhead by what could have only been millimeters. Any of those impacts would have been ridiculously expensive to fix. And, as it turned out, this old broad didn't have insurance. Talk about dodging the bullet. The old deer was screeching endlessly about still needing gas. So my dad pulled in front of one of the pumps and pretended to pump gas in the slowest way possible. I was still on the phone with dispatch, running outside for stuff like getting a better description of her and then coming back to report. 
Finally, dispatch said their officer was just about to our place. My dad and I were pretty ticked at this point. If the officer arrived while she was still on our private property, there likely wasn't much for him to do other than escort her off. But if they were to catch her on the highway driving drunk? Our highway was so deserted that one could sit by it for an hour or more and not see anyone on it. And there was literally nothing for her to hit near the road, even if she careened off at 100 miles an hour. The only person she was likely to hurt from heading out again was herself. So my dad told her he'd fill her up at no charge. He hadn't given her a drop of fuel. And sent her on her way. I told dispatch which way she went, and in under two minutes the deputy had her pulled over. Our involvement in the case stopped there. But between the court notices in the paper and the small town gossip wire, we found out that the lady got into a mess of trouble. In addition to the drunk driving charge, which stuck and not having insurance and the license plate thing, she was wanted for a number of previous offenses. The whole thing snowballed into one big pile, and the courts decided to give her a nice long vacation behind bars. Maybe if she'd listened the first time we told her that our home wasn't a gas station and we couldn't sell her gas, things would have turned out differently for her. As it turned out, there was one less drunk driver on the road for a while. Let's call it a win. Too long didn't read. Drunk driver mistakes our ranch for a gas station, and won't believe our claims to the contrary. We wasted her time until the sheriff could arrive and arrest her. Well, that's a new one, OP. I don't think I've ever heard of anybody doing that before. I've heard of them mistaking, you know, convenience stores for fast food restaurants and things like that, but a ranch in the middle of nowhere? That's incredible. Although I gotta say, I'm not so sure. I, I mean, I get what you were saying about her not getting much of a charge if she was on your property and all that. Um... But she had to get there somehow, so she probably still would have got a drunk driving charge, but I don't know. On one hand, it's better that the deputy witnessed her driving drunk on the public roads. Uh, on the other hand, even though there's not much around you, I still would have been pretty leery to send her out on the roads again. I mean, who knows how far she could have got and, you know, hit a town, you know, ran into another ranch house somewhere maybe. I don't know. I got mixed feelings on that one, but. Well, I'm glad, the, I'm glad the deputy got her. And for our next story. Sorry, ma'am, I am not a taxi. With all the stories I read about angry Karens screaming at people in retail stores, I thought I'd share a nice little incident that happened to me about 30 minutes ago. I work for a parcel delivery company and had just come home after a day of trying to do my part in making sure people get their parcels and presents this December. It's dark outside as I park my car outside my apartment block. As I stop the car, I hear something at my rear passenger door. I turn to see an older lady pulling the door handle. The door's locked. So I roll down the window and the conversation goes like this. Me. Excuse me, ma'am, but I'm not here to pick you up. I just live here. Old lady. Do I need to wear a face mask? She probably didn't hear me before. Me. No, no, ma'am. I'm just saying that I'm not here to pick you up. I just live here. Old lady, realizing now what I'm saying. Oh, I am so sorry. I thought you were a taxi. I couldn't see due to the darkness. Me, it's totally fine, ma'am. Don't worry about it. Now, to be fair, I drive a car that's very commonly used as a taxi. And my car is white, which is also a very normal color for a taxi in my area. And just as we finish the conversation, the taxi she's waiting for pulls up. And ironically enough, same model as my car, same color as my car. Nothing explosive or exciting or anything, just a nice little encounter. Well, that's nice, OP. I like a wholesome story once in a while. 
they can't all be nasty and weird and unreal encounters. And uh, it sounds like you kept your cool and had the presence of mind to deal with her gently while you figured out what she was doing and she figured out that she was mistaken. So good for you, OP. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.